Christ the Son, therefore, shall make you free. Ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 23rd, 2011. And uh, we're going to be continuing our 19 ways they are trying to kill us, red level alert. Most likely, we're going to do three to four parts today. I've got about 18 pages to get through, so I'd like to try to get this teaching done today totally and uh, be able to move on to some new content. But again, a lot of important information. We're actually going to cover, be covering more topics today by far than we've probably covered even in the previous two weeks. We're just not going to go quite as far in depth. Uh, going to be go ahead and do a uh, a brief Bible study here, and so we'll get into that first. Psalm ninety four, verses fourteen through twenty three. And it starts out by saying, For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. And again, these are good verses to bear in mind in in regarding the days and times we're living in. The Lord always um, preserves a remnant, scripturally speaking, always. Uh, Not to say that, you know, there's not going to be people that suffer or martyred in the days and times ahead, uh, but his grace is sufficient, and he always does preserve preserve a remnant. It's not like, you know, every single Christian on the planet is going to be annihilated. That is just not going to happen from a, from a biblical uh, standpoint, no matter how dark it may look. So, the next verse says, but judgment shall return unto righteousness. Now, notice how here, again, judgment is associated with righteousness. It's God's judgment. It's holy judgment shall return unto righteousness. It actually, holy judgment a byproduct of that, one of the main byproducts, is righteousness. And again, we've talked about this in preceding weeks in the Bible studies we've been doing. So, but judgment shall return unto righteousness, and all the upright in heart shall follow it. So those that are upright in heart, you know, are going to uh, follow and, and, and rejoice in righteous judgment and in righteousness itself. Next verse, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Now that's a really good question. God's still asking that question this day. And I'm sorry, but I really don't see the, the, for the most part, the modern 501c3 corporate church doing this. (laughs) I mean, they're kind of hogtied in their corporate status. I mean, they were created by the government. They're beholden to the government. They're beholden to the bylaws of the Internal Revenue Service. And, uh they got to watch out what they say. They will be assimilated into the coming one world church under Antichrist. Now, I know there's going to be people jumping ship. They're going to finally get their eyes open, and I, I think we should be praying about that. And I'm not, you know, saying every single 501c3 church in America or elsewhere is, they're all apostate, but it is leavened, because a little leaven leaveneth a whole lump. And, and that whole status, taking that, is a form of leaven. And it will affect your church, um, certain churches to different degrees. But ultimately, they, the denominations that they're present in, will be assimilated into the coming one world church. They're all set up for it. That's the whole point of getting, of why the government wanted to get them incorporated and yoked up with the government, which is what they are. They actually created these churches through their corporate charters. That's why Satan, through our government, 
through this 501c3 trap, wanted to do that in the first place because ultimately Satan wanted to assimilate all, well, really, it's, it's, it's all religions under the coming one world church, new world order, one world, you know, system. And, and this was the way that he could do that. Uh, Dr. Dixon's wrote a good book on this, Trail of Blood Revisited. If you go up to unregisteredbaptistfellowship.com, unregisteredbaptistfellowship.com, kind of takes you back, shows you the trap, when this all started, you know, how did they entice the church, this type of thing. And um, they're primed to be assimilated. And it's just really a matter of time. And now you've got whole sects of these 501c3 pastors yoked up with FEMA and Homeland Security. I've reported on this in times past. Just key in 501c3 at the uh, search box on contendingfortruth.com. And, I mean, they've got clergy response teams. It's really, really uh, creepy and draconian to see how... Many of these preachers have positioned themselves with FEMA, with Homeland Security, two of the most wicked factions of our government by far, two of the most, as far as implementation of the coming Big Brother Gestapo-like legislations that are on the, you know, that are already enacted. They're going to play a big part of it. And they also may play a big part in the actual uh, vaccination centers, the churches themselves where people will be forced vaccinated. And because the people have put their trust in, let's say, the preacher, and you know he tells his flock what to do, and they trust him, and they may end up finding themselves in a concentration camp, forced vaccinated. There's many scenarios. And again, I've reported on this extensively. I'm just touching on it now. Key in 501c3 in the search box at contendingfortruth.com. Some of those teachings are a little bit older, but they're just as applicable today as they were when I said them. So again, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? So God's asking that question. He wants that to happen. He wants us to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints, according to Jude. He wants us to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and have no fellowship with them. He doesn't want us to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Which, again, is obviously what happens when your church yokes itself up with the government. I mean, just look around and see how holy the government's getting every day. It's just, isn't it getting just holier and holier, the government? You know, they're just a bastion of holiness. No, it's the exact opposite. They're a bastion of wickedness. And it's beginning more Big Brother, more draconian by the day. I just saw today, they, they're, they had a... Checkpoints, TSA checkpoints in Tennessee on the, on uh, many of the different uh, I-40. And, um, and now I think it was with the truck way stations. This is not the first time they've done this, but they're trying to condition people. They were in some bus stations. They were off I-40. Uh, you know, that's, you know, the day that you pull out and, and you get, you know, you go have to go through a checkpoint and get your car searched by TSA. I mean, it's bad enough what they're doing in the airports, but that is just unbelievable. But again, 
if you give Satan an inch, he's going to take a mile. Because of the general apathy of America, and also because of our wickedness in America, this is a form of, of really God's judgment. I mean, you got 50 plus million aborted babies, that innocent blood crying out from the land. God cannot bless that nation. If he did that, he'd have to bless, go back and bless uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. It can't happen unless there was massive corporate repentance on like a national scale, true. And that's not going to happen from a biblical standpoint. The Bible says, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived regarding the end times. If it, I mean, it's going to get so bad. It, it said, Jesus Christ said in Matthew 24, 24, if it were possible, they, basically Satan's minions, shall deceive the very elect. When the Antichrist and the false prophet come, they're going to deceive the whole world. Deception is the uh, earmark of, of, of what we're um, in right now. And the Antichrist or false prophet are going to do that through lying, signs, and wonders, and miracles. So expect to see a whole lot more of that as well. The whole supernatural thing. But it's going to be a demonic, it's going to be a fallen angelic supernatural. So, um, next verse. Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. When I said my foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, Thy comforts delight my soul. Now here's the next, another verse very applicable to what we're just talking about and what we're going to be talking about today. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? That's all I'm seeing anymore. Are unjust, ungodly, unholy, unrighteous, unbiblical, evil, laws being framed in this wicked country one after another after another taking away more and more and more personal uh, rights and you name it it's being they're going after everything Satan is never going to be satisfied there's there's nothing you're ever going to be able to do for Satan where he's going to be appeased this is why it is this way. This is the throne of iniquity. Next verse. They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous. Which is really what this whole thing's about. It's about a war, essentially. And, you know, God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Angels his remnant on planet earth, against the bad guys. Lucifer, fallen angels, demons, devils, you name it, and the people and entities that they control. They, that's who they is in reference to, what I just mentioned. They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous. So, we really are in a gigantic war. Primarily though, we battle not against flesh and blood, even though they may manifest that way. Okay, but we battle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness, you know, in high places, these types of things. Against principalities, against princes, against principalities, powers, spiritual darkness, this type of thing. So that's where our battle actually is. So they gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. 
But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. That's where you have to keep your eyes focused. Because if you don't do that, this will become very overwhelming very quickly, and you'll just want to walk away from the fight. Which I think a lot of people get exposed to this type of information that we're getting into, and particularly if they've come out of some lukewarm 501c3 corporate church, and they maybe get a little exposure to ministries like these, and they just get overwhelmed and just walk away. It's like trying to take, compared to what they were used to, it's like t- trying to take a drink off a fire ho- hose, going full full blast. I don't s- mean to say that to like say that I'm whatever, I'm so great. I, I just mean that me or any other ministry that's putting out this level of truth, if they've never been exposed to it, it's like absolute shock. And um, it can be overwhelming. But if you focus on the Lord being your defense, and God is the rock of your refuge, okay, you keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ, then you know it. it, it you you get a you get the right mindset. You get a much better mindset in. And you'll be able to cope with this stuff. I mean, and it, it is a process. I remember when I was first learning about a lot of this stuff, it would get really overwhelming, and I'd have to back away, and I don't know, just let it, I don't know, mull it over, whatever. And now I've, I've been exposed to it so long, I don't have that problem at all anymore. I mean, yeah, it can get overwhelming. And it's coming at me way faster than it ever did before. But it's like anything else. If you're exposed to it over and over and over again, you get used to it to a certain extent. I mean, it's almost like practice makes perfect. And if you're like a baby Christian just getting exposed to a lot of this stuff, you know, it's time to grow up. And really, you need to grow up really quick. You know? Because you might have only been fed on milk like the Bible talks about, but now it's time for strong meat. You need to get up to speed. It would be better to get up to speed now. Ask God to get you up to speed. I can't do it. You know, I'm nothing apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. I'd be the first to admit that. He could get you up to speed. He can do a quick work. He can accelerate things. Bible talks about these things. So if you feel like, oh, my faith's not there. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by this stuff. I need to get up to speed on, you know, on the Word of God and these types of things. Then ask Him. Ask Him. It's not a bad thing to ask for. It's a, that's a good righteous thing to ask for, you know. So, the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. And he shall bring upon them their own iniquity. See, you reap what you sow. I mean, in the world's vernacular, what comes around goes around. It's true. He shall bring upon them their own iniquity. Their own tongue is going to fall upon themselves, according to Psalm 64. The pit that they've dug, they're going to actually end up falling into. That's another Bible verse. Now, it may not be instantaneous. It may not be next week, but ultimately it will. I mean, when they're in hell, that's the deepest pit you can get into. The only deeper pit's when they get, you get cast into the lake of fire after that. At the great white throne judgment. Not the judgment seat of Christ, but the great white throne great white throne judgment for the unsaved. So, he shall bring upon them their own iniquity and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord our God shall cut them off. That's a good thing. 
I mean, that is a good thing. Because if he stops a wicked person from doing wickedness, and that person was, let's say if he would have lived five, ten more years, he was going to just, his whole life was just going to be consumed with doing wickedness. Well, it's more merciful for, for God to cut that person off than to let them live a life of wickedness, storing up more wrath from God, which is what the Bible describes this. They're literally storing up wrath for the day of judgment. So again, I got into that subject, the whole subject of imprecatory prayers in, um, uh, in Psalm 64, which isn't obviously, it's just one psalm, but uh, if you can, Psalm 64 or imprecatory, or just prayers in the search box at contendingfortruth.com. That's a, that's a subject I've only heard one preacher my whole life preach on. And it was a total confirmation of what the Lord had been showing me. And you'll hear my testimony about that um, on that study. And I actually, I actually um, from the sermon that I heard on that, I actually did my own sermon. In, um, on our sermon, I don't know, teaching on it. And that's what's up on contendingfortruth.com. And again, it's not a subject you hear talked about a whole lot, but I do believe it's very, very important in today's day and age to understand the concept of that. And it's not because you want vengeance and you want revenge and, you know, you want to see all these people die. It's not, that's not the reason. You know, there, there is, it, it's, it's that they would not prosper in wickedness. They would not be able to take more people to hell with them, that they would not be able to, de- to defile um, innocence, that they would not be able to shed innocent blood, that, you know, there's a lot of reasons, and they're all good. So, anyway, let's go ahead and get into the teaching for today, and uh, first, next point, we're going to be talking about point eight of the 19 ways, we've already covered seven, we're going to try to get through the rest of the 19 today is um, aerosol spraying or chemtrails. So I'm just going to go ahead and proceed here. Have you noticed all those plume planes make uh, in the sky over your head? Uh, they could turn an Arizona deep blue cl- sky cloudy in just about an hour, and in, in a short time you might find that you can't breathe so well. Or you find these cobweb-like things on your plants. Or you can look, or it can look like it's snowing when it's 100 degrees. Now, I've never personally, I've never observed that, but in some areas of the country, they actually do observe these things, cobweb-like uh, things on plants. You can actually see the stuff in the air. Uh, I think it would maybe be a little bit more um, apparent if it was a, a if it was in a very low humidity, like in the desert, like he's describing. He goes on to say, when you read about the testing of what's been collected in air samples or in people's blood and saliva. We're going to discuss that in depth today. The microparticles of ethylene dibromide, which is a um, very, very carcinogenic toxic additive in um, gasoline. It's not bad for your car, but it's bad for you. Okay. Uh, also, aluminum, barium, strontium, arsenic, and too many other heavy metals to list, along with strange bacteria and fibers. Now, this is a big reason people... Well, we're going to talk about Morgellons disease a little bit here as well. And in other words, they're collecting rainwater samples and uh, air samples and things like this. And this is what's showing up from all these planes spraying constantly. 
Going further, it says a typical chemtrail appears as a white line in the sky. These lines become diffuse as they float down to earth. Heavy spraying creates a thick haze over vast areas. Often certain areas of the country, you will see grid patterns in the sky formed by the chemtrails. If you watch closely, you will see that the white lines in the sky come from passing jets. Now, let me just clear this up real quick. There's two things that come out of a plane like that. One is what we're describing here is a chemtrail, which is where they've got, on these planes, they've got uh, large containers of this material that they're spraying out via, uh, it's not coming out of the exhaust, it's actually coming out of nozzles. And what you'll typically see is these planes, they come overhead, they, they, these big white lines, and they become more and more, they plume out more. They, they're more bilious. They, they get bigger and bigger and bigger until, if it's a clear day, it just looks like it's overcast. That's where they ultimately end up. But I'm sure all of us have seen the uh, chemtrails when they first come out of the plane. You look up there, and, and it looks at first like a contrail. What does that stand for? Condensation trail. It's the condensation that will normally come out of a jet engine. Now, a contrail, which is normal, here's the big way you could tell the difference. On a contrail, when you look up there, and let's say it's a jet leaving an airport or it's way up in the sky, you'll see the little white line just like you would out of a chemtrail plane, but it will do the exact opposite. It, it gets, when you look at the end of it, which it has an end, whereas a chemtrail doesn't have an end, it just gets bigger and bigger. Okay, well, it might have an end if it started in a certain part of the sky. But a contrail, you'll see, it comes out of the plane, and then it, and then it eventually you don't see it anymore. It's like it disappears. It's not billowing out. Why? Because they're not actually spraying anything. It's a condensation trail of moisture, and that evaporates, and you don't see it, and that's the end of it. That's a contrail. That's normal. A chemtrail, which is what is being done to us. Every day, pretty much, most parts of the country, is the exact opposite. comes out, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, it actually envelops the whole sky if they do these grid patterns, and, and eventually it just looks like um, a real oak, hazy, overcast day. That is poison. Again, 19 ways they are trying to kill us. That is poison. What, do, you, do you think there's a noble reason they're trying to do this to us? Particularly after you've heard the first seven points. Oh, it's, it's, they're just, they're doing it because they love us. They can't get enough of us and they just want to protect us from that mean old son. That's why. Yeah, right. Going further, the fact that these exhausts persist mean that they are, are of particulate matter. It's, they're particles, in other words, particulate. Contrails are unadulterated and typically disappear within two minutes, while chemtrails can linger for hours. The word chemtrail is derived from the word contrail. By most accounts, chemtrail spraying became nationally prevalent in the mid-1990s. Now, at the time when, that was, uh, when it first started, you know, it was really, really, really controversial to even talk about this issue. Uh, I was right there with some of the, the groups that were talking about this. Clifford Claricom, Claricom, he's still doing it. And another lady, and I, I mean, they even wanted me to come up and speak at one of the things. I just, 
you know, it's very hard for me to do that with this ministry being the way it is. And that was actually even before I really got into the form of ministry, but I had a full-time job, uh, you know, doctor, patients, the whole nine yards at that point, time. So it was very, very hard for me. But yeah, at the time, I can remember late 90s in that era, man, this, this was really controversial. But yet, then again, it was, you know, just as flagrant. And um, it seems as though, you know, it, it now... People have heard about this more. They're getting more educated, just like a lot of these issues that we're talking about today. And it seems like the blinders are starting to come off for a lot of people. So, let's go further. Have you ever heard of Morgellons disease? It's where people develop moving fibers under their skin. It's one of the most horrible, unimaginable, creepy, and disgusting skin ailments ever. Look it up. I just had a listener. I sent her some mild silver protein regarding the Morgellons, and she was doing a couple other things. I read that testimony not too long ago, and uh, she was able to clear the Morgellons of short order. And I really didn't know if that was possible, but uh, I know the 5,000 part per million silver you know, that I advocate, that, that uh, was integral in her getting better. Now, there's a couple other things she was doing, but she had tried some things, and it wasn't it wasn't working. I mean, this is some really nasty stuff. This is some genetically engineered, pure, evil, satanic stuff that's coming out of these planes. And I don't really think any of us know the half of it. But, uh, anyway, praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. Dr. Clifford Carnicom has been researching aerosol spraying, otherwise known as chemtrails, over the over 12 years and has discovered the Morgellons fibers in the fallen debris and in the saliva of 99% of the people tested. Now, I've got a a thing you can do to get a lot of these Morgellons fibers out of your body. It's a, You use a little bit of red wine and peroxide and you do a, a mouth rinse for five minutes. And um, I think it's like a teaspoon of food-grade hydrogen peroxide, like the 5%, not... Be careful, because you can't do this with 35%. You'd burn yourself. But like a teaspoon of the uh, 5% food-grade hydrogen peroxide, 5 to 3%, and then also, I think it's like three, two or three teaspoons of the, uh, just like red wine, and you just swish it around in your mouth for three or four minutes, and you spit it out. You're not going to believe what comes out. If you spit it into a cup, you're not going to believe what comes out of your mouth. And you're going to be like, where did that come from? It literally pulls it out of your body. Now, how I know that's really viable is every time you do it, or every time I did it, and here I am, I'm, I'm always detoxing. I'm always doing stuff. I'm doing clay every day, some form of bentonite clay, uh, internally, um, always doing ongoing liver, gallbladder detox, I, a lot of times just with food that I eat, um, flora, uh, bowel cleanse, I mean, you name it. I'm always doing it. I've been doing it for you. Here, here I am. I was no different than anyone else. So, you do it. I think it was five or six times for me, and every time I did it, it was less and less and less until there was finally nothing. And I was doing it the same amount of time, same thing, same parameters. So, it was pulling things out of my body, and a lot of this, they're attributing to the Morgellons. Because we're, we're inhaling it. We're outside, we're inhaling it, and it's just getting into our system. So, um, 
you can um, you can email me through the contendingfortruth.com site. If I think that's all you have to do, what I just described to you. But if you want the full article, I've got it in a word attachment. I'll send it over to you. Uh, doing that in, in conjunction with, like, if you had more gallons with the colloidal silver, the 5,000 part per million uh, silver, I'd say at least two teaspoons a day, initially held under the tongue, and probably apply it topically over the lesions. Uh, that's a really good thing, you know, just by itself. You do those two things. And um, if you want to know more about the silver, it's Dr. Dash. It's a dash symbol, johnson.com. And uh, it's actually on the contendingfortruth.com site on the right side. You can click on a link. So anyway, uh, the uh, Dr. Clifford Carnicom has been researching aerosol spray and otherwise known as chemtrails for over 12 years and has discovered that Morgellons fibers are in the fallen debris and in the saliva of 99% of the people he tested. What... Uh, then it says one more thing we all like is breathing air. That's why it would be in everyone who they tested. Okay. So this isn't something that's just affecting one person and not another. I mean, unless you lived in a really stayed inside almost all the time and made and you had like really really good filtration on your on your AC, you know. Uh, not to say if you were inside all the time, it wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't really be breathing in a lot of what was going on outside. But um, this is something that pretty much affects everybody across the board. And we're going to be looking at that more here. Uh, and it goes on to say, by the way, according to Section 1520A, Chapter 32 of the U.S. Code, Title 50, it's not, it's not legal for the government to experiment on us without our permission. Unless it's for medical, therapeutic, pharmaceutical, agricultural, industrial purposes, or for general research, or for protection against, or for law enforcement purposes, including riot control. End of quote. So they can experiment on, they can't experiment on us unless it's for medical, therapeutic, pharmaceutical, agriculture, industrial, blah, blah, blah. So they, they, you know, they have it. They can do whatever they want to us. In other words, according to their code, remember what we just talked about: shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? This is framing mischief by a law. This is pure wickedness, pure evil, and this is probably the first time any of you ever even heard about that. It was the first time I had heard about it. Sure, they can do whatever to us they want. This goes on to say, no wonder our representatives scurry like rats when approached about the subject. You want to see somebody go silent? Contact your representative about this, or whoever. Oh, that, that doesn't even exist. They're such liars. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. We're, you know, obviously, all you have to do is look up in the sky to understand something's really, really wrong. It's like, it's like you talk about the elephant in the room, or the 800-pound gorilla in the room. It's going on every day right over our heads. Oh, it doesn't exist, though. Doesn't exist. Well, are, you, are you some kind of conspiracy theorist? Can't you just tell those are contrails? Yeah, that's why. There's really a lot of flight patterns where they just make grids all over the... Yeah, I mean, if that were the case, then you'd have planes running into one another all the time. 
as well. There's there's flight. I mean, if they're going to come into an airport, okay, they're going to come in typically from the same direction in line. They're not going to be crisscrossing the the uh, skies above you randomly. Actually, it's not randomly. They actually you know do it in a grid system. That way, they can cover and coat the whole sky because they know all those chemtrails are going to ultimately merge and form that big canopy of death over us. And it's going to eventually fall to the ground. I mean, they really are trying to kill us. It's really that flagrant. Ignorance is not bliss. This is why the Bible says, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Most people have no clue about this. And this stuff is deadly, as we're going to see. By now, everyone has seen crisscrossing streaks of white clouds trailing behind jet aircrafts, stretching from horizon to horizon, eventually turning the sky into a murky haze. Our innate intelligence tells us that these are not mere vapor trails from jet engines. Well, it can't be. Like I said, those would be gone. But few have probed the question, who is doing this and why? With the release of this video, all of that has changed. And what it is, it's, it's, it's the video, what in the world are they spraying? Now, I give you a link to the full thing here. You can go watch it for free online. I think there's a DVD. You can buy of it if you want. Uh, I watched it. It's very good. Ultimately, it's not from a saved perspective. So, you're going to find out the problem. I believe it's more of a spiritual battle. Yes, I do think that people need to speak up about it. Um, But, this is so wicked and so evil. I really view it, you know, very much so in the spiritual realm. And so anyway, it's What are the World Are They Spraying full-length movie. It's going to be on page 2 of the 18-page PDF for 10, I believe, 23, 2011. And uh, you'll be able to get all those links there. Now, if we go further here, here's the story of a rapidly developing industry called geoengineering. This is what the, this is what they call it. This is what, in certain pieces of information that have leaked out, they have called it they. Okay, the elite. Okay, the people that want to depopulate the earth, the whatever. New World Order boys. They call it geoengineering. Driven by scientists, corporations, and governments intent on changing global climate, controlling the weather, and altering the chemical composition of the soil and water. Again, it's always all about playing God. With so much of this 19 ways they are trying to kill us, it really boils down to them trying to pervert, defile God's creation. That's what they're all about. They are serving Satan, their master, And of his lust they will do. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. That's their same agenda. Because they're trying to please their master. Whether they know it or not. They're being guided by devils and demons that possess them. That serve Satan. That's why I call it a spiritual battle. This is all supposedly for the benefit of mankind. Although officials insist that these programs are only... uh, Let's see here. Are only in the discussion phase. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just in the discussion phase. They've only been, you know, doing this for 15 plus years. I think it's a little bit further than the discussion phase at this point. 
Unless I'm just hallucinating every single day. Not every day. But, um, anyway, let's go further here. Although these officials insist that these discussions are only in the discussion, or that these programs are only in the discussion phase, evidence is abundant that they have been underway since about 1990, and the effect has been devastating to crops, wildlife, and human health. We are being sprayed with toxic, toxic substances without our consent, and to add insult to injury, they are lying to us about it. Going further, let's go ahead and just play a couple clips. Now, before I say anything more, too, uh, when I see these things up in the sky, what the biggest thing I've always told people to do is to pray against that wickedness specifically. Specifically for the flight crews, the pilots, the air traffic controllers, anyone having anything to do with these programs. God knows who they are. Specifically for them, for the planes that they would not even be able to function to get off the ground. That they would not be able to carry out this wicked agenda. I mean, they're poisoning everybody. Pregnant moms, babies, unborn babies, children, from that standpoint alone. But there's very few people that even acknowledge this because it would fall into the conspiracy theory vein, even though it's not a conspiracy theory, it's a fact. Just look up in the sky, put two and two together, understand that those cannot be contrails, normal contrails, and looking at all of the other information, like the Clifford Carnicom has put together, all of the actual scientific testing that's been done, all the analyzation of the air and the stuff that's actually fallen from the sky. It's not opinion, it's fact. So let's just go ahead and play a couple clips here, and um, we'll give you a little more background on this. Okay, so this video here that we're going to be looking at uh, is, um, uh, let me just turn up the volume here a little bit, it's called Chemtrails, Barium in Our Blood, and Blamed on Food and Water. This is at some kind of city council meeting, I believe, out in Arizona. And the first part of it is this uh, little, wonderful little woman that's up there who sold her soul to Satan, essentially, who's put together a PowerPoint presentation to convince everyone that all of the barium that and strontium and these things that are showing up in massive proportions on people that are getting their blood tested in this area, which would probably be that way anywhere in the United States, that that's just from the food and the water. These massive, massive, huge amounts. It's pure damage control. It's just one of Satan's minions trying to basically placate the masses. And now we get uh, this particular gentleman. He's going to give his... He's before them talking, speaking to this council, calling them out, essentially. And this is his story, so I'm going to go ahead and let this play. I'm here mainly to talk about what's in my blood and what's in the blood of 20 people. Um, what I just heard was really interesting if you're in high school. But for your information, geoengineering, also known as chemtrail, is taking place globally. And there are millions of people, 
scientists, doctors that know what's going on. So to sit here and listen to this is an extreme insult to my research and my own intelligence. I graduated from college many years ago. I had my bearing tested after watching the film, What in the World Did They Spring? And has anybody been looking at the skies here today? Because it went from clear blue for many days, and now we've got crisscrosses all over the sky. My bearing was 150 in February. Now it's 190. I also have low blood platelets, um, which is a problem with clotting, okay? Now... When he said he tested his barium, what he meant to say is he tested his blood and his barium levels were 150 at a certain date. And then so many months later now, they're 190. Now, again, this is a very toxic substance that, you know, gets high enough and you die, essentially. Stuff's building up in his system. And what it's causing in a lot of people is a low platelet count, which platelets are the portion of the blood that helps your blood clot. I've had a lot of inquiries lately from different people asking about low platelets. So I actually put the protocol for low platelet count in this PDF. Now, these products that are listed are the professional line that I use. It's what I've been taught in. So there are some um, alternatives. There are, there are some alternative products, and I'll get into that when we get to that portion, if you've got low platelet count. Now, this isn't going to detox the chemtrails, Okay. That's a separate issue. But for anybody with a low platelet count, I just wanted to include that information. I'm going to let him talk some more. I also have rainwater. If anybody would like to volunteer to drink some. Anybody want to drink some rainwater? It has aluminum in it. I'm going to tell you how much it has in it. 321 parts per billion, 7.4 for barium, and 5.5 for strontium. Trevor Bajoria of the Department of Environmental Quality says this is safe to drink. Anybody want to drink some? I don't. I don't drink the tap water. I don't eat those nuts that you referred to. I don't work in mining. I stay at home. I am disabled and getting more disabled because of what is in our atmosphere. Okay, now this is going to end up... So in other words, the rainwater is totally contaminated. Now that's the case for just about everywhere. So just bear that in mind. Loaded with aluminum, barium, strontium, ethylene dibromide, you name it. There's all kinds of chemicals in the rainwater now because it actually will, obviously, they're up there. The rain falls from the clouds. and So that's another thing to definitely bear in mind. And litigation, just so you understand me, everybody here is going to be held accountable, including the DEQ and including the State Health Department. Something wrong is going on. You need to look at Public Law 105-85. Google it. We have all given consent for our government to do testing on us, and they are doing it. That is why. That's what I just cited, that, that particular law. They are. We've given the government, supposedly, consent to do this, and they're doing it. We are like one big, um, we're like one big cage of guinea pig, guinea pigs and rats, that they're just doing their little science projects on constantly. And, I mean, it, it really is that bad. And, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's why we need to be aware of these situations and take proactive measures to counteract um, a lot of this poisoning that they're, that they're doing to us. Cancer, diabetes is off the charts, and many other diseases. 
I didn't come to Golden Valley to die, but that's what I see when I walk around this town and see elderly and young people that look like walking zombies. Everybody's got heart problems, lung problems. You all are sick. How many here have gotten their blood tested? Are you telling me this blood test is a farce from a laboratory and from my doctor? Here's, a, here's another thing I want to tell you, too. I was told that uh, my doctor was being contacted and he was going to send me to a toxicologist. Well, he doesn't know anything about it. He said he was told that they informed him to send us to the poison control. Well, we've done that back in February. So what's going on here? Please stop that. I'd like to hear some answers to my questions, not just testimonies. Specific answers. Who wants to drink the water? I think that what he's in reference to when he says, please stop that, these people, this council that he's addressing, that this bunch of, of little sold-out Satanists, essentially, I mean, they're sold out to Satan. I'm not saying they're all Satanists. Uh, they're all spineless as far as I'm concerned. And uh, they're up there and they're, they're pushing their little buttons to make sure, well, his time's up. We've heard enough. You know, to hear this guy as he's dying, he's bringing up something that's beyond legitimate, and they, they don't want anything to do with it. They don't, they don't want to hear about, oh, you, you conspiracy theorists and these types of things. And, you know, again, when a, somebody that's evil or apathetic like this, or that's sold their soul to Satan, essentially, and maybe they don't know it, but they've done it. When they, when they get confronted with truth, they just, they just don't care. They, they don't want to be confronted with it. Get it out of my face. I don't want to deal with it. That's their attitude. And that's what you're seeing here from these board members. Anybody want to raise their hands? Well, extend it. You can extend it. Okay, she spoke for 20 minutes with a... She says, this guy says his time's up. He's been speaking right now for, oh, three minutes? The other lady had 20 plus minutes, the one that was up there for damage control, the one that was up there to tell us that these unbelievably off-the-chart levels of all these toxic substances that are showing up in the blood, they're coming from the food and water. That's all. It's garbage. It's just lies, and they don't want to be confronted with the truth. High school uh, chemistry class. There's a lot more information out there than that. This is terrible, and you are all being affected by this. You better wake up. Look up and realize what's being dumped upon us. Do your research and turn off the TVs, all of you. This is for real. Our own government, the United Nations, is making us sick, and you better wake up. You, sir, doctor, you have a public responsibility to look into this instead of listen to this. This is terrible. I want some answers. Let's hear it. Why? Why won't you respond? This is the public health board. I'm sick. You're supposed to help. Let's hear it. Who wants to drink the water? The DEQ says this is safe to drink. Does anybody want to drink some rainwater? Nobody's raising their hands. My time is up. My time might be up very soon. As well as many other people. You better really start using your noodle, what it was made for. Don't just watch TV and take this kind of propaganda to put down the research of scientists for 15 years. Thanks for the extra time, okay? Thank you. I want some answers in writing. So that was that was what he was allowed to say. He had about, you know, three plus minutes there. The other lady had 20, 20 plus, and they said, we're not going to address any of this, essentially. 
they they can't address it. They they don't you know. If they were to truly address it, they would all most likely be out of jobs. I guarantee you, there wouldn't be a lot of job security for these little spineless uh, minions that are up there in this this board council. There wouldn't be a lot of job security for them if they really truly started looking into these things. And this is the way it is for a lot of my listeners that find they start getting into this type of truth and they start taking stands and they realize, wow, I'm out of a job. Some of them are out of marriages. I've had many, many people tell me, you know, wow, my my wife says, or my husband or whatever, they get they find truth and they want to embrace it and their husband or wife wants nothing to do with it. You know, and I'm sorry, but truth will typically divide people. It typically will. It like it's like a sword. You know, it will. And, and Jesus Christ said, Think not that I came to bring peace on this earth. Not not yet. He is the Prince of Peace, but Regarding truth, it will typically divide people. It will, it will many, many times divide families. Not always, but many, many times that's exactly what will happen because people can't handle the truth for the most part. They want to live a lie. They don't want to believe. They might have to, because see, if they started buying into this stuff, they might have to say, well, maybe I'll have to take a stand. Maybe I'll have to confront this, and I don't want to do that. Well, you know... That's up to them. Jesus Christ said, Think not that I came on earth to bring peace, but a a sword. And they that will be of your own household, those will be your foes. Mother against daughter, father against son, these types of things. So it's very typical. What this guy was doing was he was presenting truth to them, and they wanted nothing to do with it. They're all just, I mean, all I can think of is spineless. You, you see their expressions. They just look just spineless, every one of them. But they'll have their jobs tomorrow. That's all that matters, right? Hey, the love of money is the root of all evil. All that matters is that paycheck, or all that matters is not being labeled. For most people, that's the truth. They don't want to rock the boat. Man, that's all I want to do. I'm sorry. I mean, if it's if it comes to truth, or if it comes to um, helping someone so that they're not destroyed for lack of knowledge... It's like there's all these burning buildings around. Nobody cares that everybody's going up in flames. Not nobody, but most, most people in the world. They don't care. They don't, they don't even want to, they don't even care that they're going up in flames, it's like. They don't even want to look into matters. Because I think they're truly afraid, well, where, where might that lead? What might I be responsible for? So no, they just ignore it all. Just like, Lay down and just go to sleep, and and uh, it's unbelievable. It truly is. Let's go to this next clip, and it's a little more of the same here, a little different twist. It's not at the same uh, board meeting. Okay, so we're going to roll this next part. This is called "Bury Him in the Blood Chemtrails," and uh, we'll, we're going to start. We're starting about five minutes into it. Hi, my name's Al. I live in Golden Valley, Arizona, part of Mojave County. And uh, about three months ago, after being very ill, I went and got some testing done to see what might be in my blood. And what came up is barium poisoning. Uh, the normal level for reporting is above 10 MCG slash L, and mine was 150, uh, which is way higher than what is considered. So the upper limits is 10. 10 is as high as you'd want to have barium in this particular level. His was 150. 
I mean, 15 times? I mean, how long, how high does it have to get before you're dead? Before you're officially poisoned to the point where your body can't cope with it anymore? Well, that's why they're doing it. Because they're trying to kill us and weaken us and sicken us so we can't even fight back, essentially. So they're normal. I have had the symptoms of barium poisoning, which are numerous. You can look those up for yourself, but they have to do with anything from uh, brain damage, organ damage, um, neurological problems. Uh, recently, after that, about a week ago, I had some other blood work done because I was still not feeling well. And I found that my blood platelets are now extremely low. Uh, they retested them and they became even lower. They're at 66. Normal is 150 to 450. Um, I want to know when our state of Arizona, both state and federal, are going to investigate this and tell us what's going on, why this is in our blood. It is destroying our immune systems and eventually leads to death through other illnesses. Uh, they have a legal obligation to investigate this, and I want to ask all of you, if you think this is not real, go get your blood tested and find out. You don't feel good? Go get your blood tested. Barium, strontium, and aluminum are three of the primary chemicals that are showing up in people's blood. And me personally, I absolutely believe it has to do with chemtrails. Look at the skies and do the research. It's real. Thanks. Yeah, my name's Lauren from Golden Valley, and I'm talking about my wife, Nancy, who has cirrhosis to the liver, which has never drank alcohol or she's never been around chemicals. So investigating this, we found to had some metal tests done and found out that she tested very high in barium. Uh, the normal level's 11, and she tested at 250. Uh, we both are now tired a lot. Uh, she has a very hard time breathing. Uh, she can't hardly walk anymore. So something's got to be done about what's going on here. Thank you. Show me the test, please. He's holding up the actual test results. It shows his wife's barium's at 250. The other guy was 150. She's at 250. Again, where does it have to finally get? Until, I mean, obviously, this is something that builds up in the body. So how high does it have to get before you're dead? How, or how many, at bare minimum, how many years is it cutting off these people's lives? And isn't it kind of coincidental that it, all these people are testing off the charts for barium, and which is more, um, I mean, if, one, if it was like one guy testing high in barium, you'd say, well, come on, maybe he was exposed. But no, this is, there's a ton of people and I, I would encourage people, what he, what the one man had said, get your blood tested. You know, if you're feeling certain ways or whatever, and you've never, you know, again, I'm going over 19 different ways they are trying to kill us. Okay, and a lot of those, it can be a cumulative effect. It can be, okay, this and that, and, and again, that's one of the reasons they're doing it that way, is because if it was just one way, they would have to be much more aggressive with that particular way, if, if they were going to try to pull us, pull it off. But if then they can combine all the stuff they're doing to the water, the food, the chemtrails, the vaccines, you can go on and on and on and on. Then it becomes more of a cumulative effect, and then it's it's very much it's harder just to say, oh, it's one thing that's causing this. It's one thing that killed me. 
much harder to point blame. And it's very, it, Satan is the most subtle beast of the field. This is why he's choosing to do this, this way. This is much more subtle than coming out and just lining people up and machine gunning them into a pit like Hitler did. Okay, this is soft kill. This is cumulative overtime soft kill methods. Uh, so, let's go further. You're actually looking now at the the chart. You can actually see the piece Hi, of paper. My name's Chuck Hartzell. I moved out here to Golden Valley in, in 05. I noticed the chemtrails uh, that were going over and was concerned about them ever since I've been here. I've talked to people and a lot of people don't believe in them. But I found out that I could be tested, and so I was tested for the uh, barium and the aluminum and the uh, strodium. And uh, fortunately, for the strodium and the barium, I didn't test high. But I did test uh, about 500% high for the aluminum. The limit is 3, and I tested 16. I've also had the symptoms of the uh, cramps, uh, feeling not... um, Energetic, like I should, even though I'm 72 years old, I'm very healthy, and uh, I just noticed that um, I just don't uh, have the feelings I should have. And also, I did stay inside for a while, and now I feel better, and so I'll be outside in the chemtrail and that, and I'm going to see and keep testing to see if uh, they are affecting me in any way or whatever. Uh, I think you folks need to do your job and uh, check these out. You're our servants. We pay for your job, and I think you ought to do your job. Thank you. My name is Kenny. I'm from Golden Valley, Arizona, and both my wife and I had our blood tested. We have barium levels. Mine is 190, and my wife's was 150, and that's way above what a person's supposed to have. (laughs) Again, how can you say this is a coincidence? you got multiple people that are doing this, that are willing to get on camera. They've got the lab results right there in their hands. And it just so happens they all have the same elevations of this particular uh, toxic substance in their bloodstream. So I'm seeking help from a naturopath doctor. Hopefully I can afford to save my life and hers. We need your help. Okay, so then it says research about weather modification, research about chemtrails, test your blood for barium and aluminum. I would also say strontium. And I'm just, the, the video is still playing, but I'm just, contact your elected representatives, demand an investigation. That's not going to happen. I would almost guarantee that. Again, I would devote most of your time regarding that to prayer. Not to say that you shouldn't speak up, but um, this is pure evil. For the blood test results of our test, go to Mojave County, Arizona. Go to the ExposeChemtrails.com site. ExposeChemtrails.com site. www.ExposeChemtrails.com So if you want to know more about that, uh, you can find that out. Now, again, I have uh, posted links to all the things that we were just watching and listening to. And um, to increase the platelet count naturally... These products will be indicated. Now, these are from the product line I'm trained in, but some of the stuff, or really most of it, you can get in a health food store. Uh, Sesame seed oil is very, very good for that. Uh, It's indicated for uh, leukemia as well. But sesame seed oil 
Uh, I believe this would also fall under the the uh, tahini is what it's called. It's ground up sesame seeds in like a paste. It's like it does not taste very good. I'll I'll tell you that. I love sesame seeds, but when you grind that stuff up and you put it in a concentrated paste, it's not the greatest tasting stuff on the planet. Uh, it is something that you could put in like a protein shake, and you probably won't even notice it's in there. It just tends to have a real bitter taste if you if you eat it that way. But again, that is a way that you can get it, I believe, as well. Uh, tahini, and what you would want to try to do though is get is get it as unprocessed processed as possible because if it's been you know mega heated or whatever, it wouldn't be good. Uh, wheat germ oil is another really good one for increasing platelet count naturally. Uh, the process, the product from Standard Process also listed is folic acid B12, but you don't want to get folic acid itself. It's actually the folate, which is actually what's in this product. It's the folate that you want. There's uh, a way to get that. Um, that's the form that's much better absorbed is the folate uh, from the folic acid. So that's folic acid B12 by Standard Process. And then chlorophyll complex... Uh, by standard process. Now this one, I don't know where else I could tell you to get it because they're the only company I know of on the planet that actually makes a oil-based chlorophyll. If you go into a health food store and you get chlorophyll, what you're going to get is water-based. And what that stuff typically does is if you take it, it turns your stool a very dark green and it um, doesn't really do a whole lot. Okay, Oil-based chlorophyll, which is extremely hard to actually make, where they actually keep the oils intact in the chlorophyll, uh, will not do that to the stool, unless you took massive amounts. And it has an amazing effect on any internal bleeding case. Uh, if you had a bleeding stomach ulcer, if you had ulceration of the intestinal tract, I've seen this product from Standard Process, this chlorophyll complex. They're called Perils. That's actually the name for like the little capsule in... Uh, that's what they call them. Uh, I've seen it stop internal bleeding, like massive uh, intestinal bleeding, within like a 12-hour period. It's amazing what it does for any bleeding case. Um, it's also, chlorophyll is essentially the blood of the plant. It's really only one molecule different from our own hemoglobin. Instead of, our hemoglobin has iron as the central part, uh, chlorophyll, actually, the central molecule is magnesium. And it's the blood of the plant. Like, we have blood, so it's very beneficial for our blood, this chlorophyll, the oil-based in particular. I take a few of these every day just because they're just so good for you. It, you get your your uh, your uh, fat-soluble vitamins, which are E, D, E, and K. And K is very hard to get. K is also essential for blood clotting. And A, D, E, and K, these are fat-soluble vitamins, and they're, they're not... Um, they're not water-soluble, like the B vitamins and those types of things. Uh, so this is a natural way you can actually get natural, fat-soluble vitamins in a very, very um, good form. And it has a lot of beneficial things. Very good for um, internal detoxification, uh, skin, uh, hormone, hormones, uh, so many things I couldn't even list at all. And they're the only company that I know of that makes that one. Uh, chlorophyll complex by standard process. And again, it's a professional line that I carry. Uh, you might be able to find it on the internet. Uh, technically, 
you're supposed to go through some type of healthcare practitioner. I'm not the one that set it up that way. It's not the reason I'm talking about it. It's just the way it is. It's the way the company's policies have been for a long time. They've got hundreds of products, and what they found is when they tried to put these in a health food store, people would go in there, and they'd be like, well, what's this for? And it was a specific product for a specific problem that only doctors were trained in how to use the product line. And so people would be, like, clueless about what this product was for. So they found it was no good when they tried to, to actually sell these in health food store settings because people didn't have no clue what they were even for, a lot of the products. And another thing, remember what I've said before about this whole thing about natural versus synthetic vitamins? Well, synthetic vitamins, they're going to have, like, if they start doing label comparison, like B-complex, you're going to think, well, you look at the Walmart B-complex and it's got 8 billion things of B3 and B1 and whatever, and you compare it to like a natural vitamin, that actually the B vitamins are coming from a food, you're not going to have near those same levels because they're in a complex in that form. They're in the way that God intended them to be. God didn't intend it to be in some mega dosage synthetic uh, B vitamin barrel that's made of 50-gallon drums. But see, people are conditioned in America to think more is better. So, if you start to do label comparisons with a lot of the standard process products, you'll think, hey, I'm getting ripped off. This guy's a total jerk. He's trying to rip me off, selling me this garbage. And that's actually, they're food-based, um, just like the innate line and the right foods line that I talked about before. Food-based. I try to just stick as close to the way God put it here as possible. It's a no-brainer. He didn't mess up. He created it. He created an orange the way it should be the first time. You know, or a beet, or asparagus, or whatever. We don't have to go in there and tinker with it and make GMO, or, or isolate a vitamin in a laboratory setting and say, hmm, we're going to take this one little specific fraction of the C-complex, call it ascorbic acid, manufacture it in 50-gallon drums by Hoffman LaRoche, and um, sell it and tell everybody it's vitamin C. They're liars. It's, it's all lies. We've been totally lied to you about the vitamins alone. So, anyway, um, and then the last thing listed here is called Spleen PMG by Standard Process, and it's uh, platelets, red blood cells, the blood has a lot to do with the spleen in the body. And if the spleen is functioning functioning optimally, then you'll tend to have much more um, normalized blood levels of, of red, blood, red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets, things of this nature. So, anyway... Um, I just wanted to kind of throw that in there, and also what I had said before about the Morgellons with the uh, red wine and hydrogen peroxide, food-grade hydrogen peroxide. You can find food-grade hydrogen peroxide at, well, a lot of health food stores. You can find it online, 3 to 5%, 1 teaspoon with 2 to 3 teaspoons of red wine. Swish it around in your mouth for 4 to 5 minutes, spit it out into a cup, and you're not going to believe what comes out of your mouth. I haven't had one person yet email me back and said, it was totally clear, and and I I um I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I haven't had it happen. Maybe it will. I don't know. Um, the vi- the um, five thousand part per million mile silver protein for the um, Morgellons itself, actually treating it topically and also internally. Uh, those are good. I would also recommend. And I got into this in previous studies. The clay, the bentonite clay, internally. For detoxification, activated charcoal internally 
for detoxification. These are great ways to pull toxins out of the body. Uh, and, and they're not going to cost you an arm and a leg to do it either. Okay, a good liver gallbladder detox. Just kind of ease into that. If you've had a lot of gallbladder symptoms, make sure you take the B vitamin choline for, I would recommend, two weeks prior to doing any kind of gallbladder liver detox or flush. The reason I'm saying that is that if you have what they call calcium oxalate stones in the gallbladder, and they're hard, when you do a gallbladder flush, they could potentially tear their way out of there when you get to that last stage where you take the oil. Now, not everybody's going to know what I'm talking about, but if you've ever researched the, some of the gallbladder flushes they have online, they'll, they'll have you doing like apple juice and lemon juice for and Epsom salts and stuff like that for a few days. And then at the very end, after you haven't had any fat for like three days, you take like this whole bunch of this olive oil and it causes a massive contraction of the gallbladder. And if you've got hard calcium oxalate stones, they can tear their way out. It's not something you want to mess around with. You want to take the B vitamin choline, which is a liver detergent, and it also defats the liver, and it also it also detoxifies it to a certain extent, and it also breaks down and starts to dissolve gallstones. I would say you want to tr- do that for two weeks prior to any kind of gallbladder flush. Um, now, just a gallbladder detox, liver detox, where you're not trying to flush stones out, like right off the bat, then, you know, I still recommend choline, but it's not as critical. Just some things to think about. A good, um, like, uh, a good herbal bowel detox is, uh, it's called Super 2, Super Number 2, um, by Harmony Formulas. And uh, that's a really good one. It's got a lot of good herbs in there for um, uh, detoxification of the intestinal tract. See, all these things work a little differently. Bentonite works a certain way. Activated charcoal works a certain way. Herbs work a certain way. Vitamins work a certain way. I like to kind of take a balanced approach. You know, that way I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket and just saying, okay, it's just this. You know, and none of the stuff that I mentioned is really going to cost you an arm and a leg. What what I just mentioned there. Uh, I don't think you have to get unbelievably, spend unbelievable amounts of money to do this stuff. Um, but anyway, that's that's pretty much. I think we're we're up on our first part here. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, I hope I can get through this information because I've got a long way to go. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end part one here, and we'll go to part two next. God bless you. But technically, this would be ending, oh boy, this would actually be part seven. So I kind of messed up last week. I was going one, two, three, and four. For that week it was, but actually technically this is part seven of the 19 ways they're trying to kill us. So anyway, just wanted to let you know. And we'll see you in part eight. God bless. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson. Second line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202. Third line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. 
Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.